Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another video, an episode of the DE podcast. I am joined with Aiken Rage as usual. Um, haven't been on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Um, we've definitely had a couple of things that have happened that did not happen, for example, last week. But, you know, personally for me, I've gone back to competing at tennis tournaments. So, you know, they're definitely prioritizing that. But we're, we're bringing episodes probably every other week, every week. Um, so the schedule still remains the same. So I think Aikenbridge, you can just kick it off. And before we begin, make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube and all the platforms as well. Yeah, all right. So our first topic, we're just going to talk about the Eastern Conference, which is just absolutely crazy. Um, so right now, the top seven teams, uh, which is nearly all the playoff spots except for the, the eight seed, uh, they're only seven games apart in total. So the Raptors, the Cavs, and the Celtics, they're all in the five through seven seed. They're all pretty solidly there. And then in the top four seeds, we have the Bulls, the Bucks, Miami, and Philly. <laughs> with the Raptors. They're, they're really good now, I have to say. Like, we lost to the Pistons and the Magic. I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so since the All-Star break, which is kind of when we had our last podcast or live stream, obviously, um, the Sixers are 4-0 with James Harden, so that's worked out really well for them, obviously. The Bulls have lost four straight. They've, they've had to play some hard teams. They've had to play the Bucks, the Suns, the Sixers, so it's understandable, but still they've lost four straight. So they went from the first seed to now the fourth seed. And then the Cavs have also lost three straight, again, against tough teams. They just lost a tough one to Philly last night. But um, so the Cavs have gone down to about, I think, now the sixth seed, slightly ahead of the Raptors. And then the Raptors, they did beat the Nets twice with Goran Dragic, you know, a little bit of revenge right there. And um, obviously, they lost to the Magic and the Pistons. Fun fact, Dwayne Casey is 3-0 and against the Raptors this year. Like, you didn't have he, to the, say that. The Pistons have beat the Raptors every time they've played. And I think it's because Dwayne has didn't have to say that. <laughs> so, but I guess I guess my question is, first of all, could you predict, what are your predictions for the top four teams in the conference? Like, who do you think is going to be at the top when the playoffs come around? Um, I mean, as of the All-Star break, there's been so many teams that have surprised me. I mean, not biased. I think, like, the Celtics have definitely, I, we just put out an Instagram post. Um, the Celtics have been surprising. I mean, Obviously, I kept track of the, like the Celtics Raptors because they're both in a clash for this, you know, fifth through seventh seed. Um, and the Celtics are just playing really low. Um, they will uh, against Atlanta, I believe. They lost Jalen Brown to an ankle injury, and Jason Tatum still went off, and you know they won the game. So definitely a very re resilient team. Also, Philadelphia. I mean, they're playing amazing with James Harden. Looks like the chemistry is there. Chicago is struggling. Last night they had a really tough loss to the Bucks. Um, really close game. Then also the Cavs are the sixth seed now, um, and the Raptors are only a game and a half um, behind the uh, Cavs. Um, so in terms of the four teams, I think Miami will stay there. Uh, I think Philadelphia will be there. Philadelphia is currently second in the East. I think the Bucks will go there because the Bucks have been playing well. Um, and I think it's between like the I think like it's like the Bulls. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's gonna be like the Bulls and, um, I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't really want to put the Bulls, Cavs and Celtics in there, um, for the fourth seed, but 
Yeah. But if, if, for the fifth, sixth, seventh, I don't have anything right now. I mean, obviously, I want the Raptors to be fifth, but um, again, we still have what probably like oh, like T minus twenty games left, maybe in the season. So, um, you know, the Cavs go on a run, the Raptors go on a run, the Celtics can go on a run, which they are. Um, and yeah. you know, and you never know, maybe maybe Brooklyn can go on a run. Um, but as of right now, I hope the Raptors can get at least top six, so we can just make the playoffs. Don't have to deal with the playing tournament. You know what happens there. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you in the top three. I got to give the Sixers. James Harden is just balling out right now. He seems like every time he goes to a new team, he always seems to just get into phenomenal shape and then just immediately <laughs> make an impact. Like if, if, if James Harden is in bad shape, and he starts not playing games, that's how you know he's going to leave your team. I feel like he did that with the Rockets. He did that with the Nets. and that... <laughs> So hopefully he doesn't do that in the Sixers. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's now somehow back into – he probably lost like 20 pounds in, in, over the All-Star break, got back. <laughs> so now, now the Sixers, I honestly think they're going to be the first seed probably. And then I have Miami at two, the Bucks at three. I mean, honestly, all three of those, like, it could be any way. They're just all so close to each other. And then the fourth seed, I'm going to say it's the Boston Celtics. I think the Bulls, like, the Bulls are good, but the Bulls can't really beat good teams, right? They've lost to Atlanta. They lose the Bucks, the Suns, the Warriors, um, even the Nets when they were fully healthy. So The Raptors beat all those teams, too. Oh, yeah. well, we'll get to the Raptors <laughs> in a little bit. <laughs> but so I think, like, I think the Bulls, they won't be able to be – I don't think they'll be the fourth seed. I think they'll be around the fifth. I think a Bulls-Celtics first-round matchup is probably good, what's going to happen. Yeah, that'll be And great. then um, as much as I want the Cavs to get, like, a top-five seed, I think it's just too hard for them. And then I think it's going to be the Cavs and Raptors in the six and seven. I don't really know which one. I'll say the six just because, you know, you like the Raptors. <laughs> Cavs seven seed. Okay. Um, but – I don't know. I feel like if the Raptors play this, the Miami first round, I feel like that could be a series that they could win easily. Oh, yeah. You saw that triple overtime game? I did, through. yeah. Um, but, did they lose? I mean, no, we won. We won. Oh, you um, won? But overall, in the um, like in the like since the All-Star break, we've had Ojan and Obi. He's out with a fractured wrist. He's out for a couple of weeks, actually. Fred Van Vliet has been out every game. So honestly, even though we've beat, we lost the Pistons, we lost the Magic, we were shorthanded. So um, honestly, if you look at their record, they're six games above five hundred. Um, they're 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 at a solid place. I mean, we literally have more wins than we had the entire season last year. So um, that's that's progress. Um, and then we have Scotty Barnes is playing like a beast right now. Um, definitely, you can see it that he's trying. He's truly trying to win games. Um, you know, he's, he scored 28, he scored 24, and then he scored like 20 something too. So Scotty Barnes is definitely playing well. Siakam had 34 points last night against the Magic. Pulled, didn't get the, um, the dub, but I mean, against the Pistons, we lost by two. Against the um, Magic, we lost by six. So it's all close games. So I think it's just a matter of how we can, you know, kind of execute the next few games going forward. Um, and I, it's definitely bad not having Ojan and Nobi, who's one of our best defenders. Fred Van Vliet, obviously our all-star out there. So hopefully we can just like hopefully get it together. Yeah, so it definitely looks like the Raptors are in a good place. 
um, for the rest of the season. And I'm excited to see where they're going to go in the playoffs because they could definitely have a type of, you know, underdog run where they make it pretty far. But I think we could talk about a team which is kind of a dumpster fire right now, the opposite of where the Raptors are, which is the Los Angeles (laughs) Lakers. Right now, everything just, you know, since the All-Star break, things have just gotten worse and worse. So during the All-Star break, we got the news that AD – uh, Anthony Davis, you know, the 20-year-old all-star who's supposed to be, like, the main option for this team, he is going to be injured for another four to five weeks with that ankle sprain. So, AD just cannot stay healthy. Um, ever since they won the championship, he has just barely been playing games um, in the last two seasons. So, that along with that, they have the hardest remaining schedule. So they're literally only playing playoff teams. They're playing the Bucks, the Suns, the Warriors, the Warriors tonight, the Clippers, um, just all teams that are very, very good. So that definitely does not help you win games, especially when you have injuries too. There are seven games under 500 right now, 27 and 34. They're sitting in the ninth spot. And then the news came out, I think two days ago, that Russell Westbrook actually wanted to be traded uh, in the summer because he's just not having a good time in LA <laughs> at all. Like I think, I think Russell Westbrook just feels terrible right now. Just like the fans boo him every game. He's having one of the worst seasons of his career, probably since like 2012 or something. And then the Lakers are just bad too. So uh, things have just been bad for him and Lakers. So my question is, are the Lakers the biggest disappointment this season? Yes. Like, you look at the lineup, it's not a bad lineup at all. Like, you got LeBron, like, top three all-time, probably. Westbrook. AD, obviously, is not helping, but, you know, you you look at the team, it's like, you got good guys. You got Malik Monk. You got got Austin Reeves, who's a a decent rookie. I think, honestly, Austin Reeves should leave. Try to go to, like, (laughs) no, I'm not kidding. Try to go to, like, a better team. Because I think based on how he's been playing, I think he deserves better. I think he deserves wins. Maybe go to the playoffs, get a run. Uh, you know, the Lakers got to pull it together. I mean, there was one point in the season where they wanted to fire Frank Vogel, but um, looks like his job was okay. Um, yeah, I, they're definitely just uh, – I, I can't think of anything more disappointing than the <laughs> Lakers this year. Yeah, and – so right now the Lakers, they're probably not going to have a, like a playoff spot, like a top eight seed. They're going to be in the play-in tournament. Um, they're most likely going to be the ninth seed, unless the Pelicans, who we're going to talk about later, really make a run. Uh, they're five games behind the eight-seed Clippers and almost eight games behind the Timberwolves. With the loss tonight, they'll be 8.5 games behind them. So uh, things aren't really looking good for their uh, seeding chances. And then Charles Barkley, actually, the other night when the Lakers were playing the Clippers, I think it was on Thursday, um, after the game, he was just like, we have to stop showing the Lakers on national TV. They're literally the most boring team on the planet. All they do is <laughs> lose. Like, I, and he's, he was like, oh, well, I, I know what I'm going to say at the end of each game. I'm just going to say the Lakers are old and they're going to lose and they lost. Like he was, he was just like he was like, why do we have to show them on national TV? They're just boring and bad. And <laughs> okay. I, I gotta ask you, do you, do you think that the Lakers should be off national TV? Uh, I, um, I mean, listen, it's like Russell Westbrook. 
Sometimes you need some comedy on national television. So I was <laughs> the Lakers on there. No, but like, I don't know. In terms of their basketball, they're not playing well. It's disappointing to see LeBron. We just need Bronny in the league so LeBron can go just have some fun with his son. Retire. Not in the in not in the not not in the prettiest way, but retire. Um, no, but LeBron's not even playing bad. LeBron's like good. He's not. He's solid. But I don't. I mean, I think there there are a lot of games. Like there's Raptors, Cavs, Raptors, Magic. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Just Raptors. Any game. Hey, hey, Raptors, Cavs on ESPN. I think it's tomorrow or Monday. But um, I think there are much better games that can be there. I mean, if they're playing like the Warriors or if they're playing like the um, Bulls, then sure, have it because it's, it would be a decent game. But like tonight, Lakers, Warriors, okay, fine. Like it's, 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 the, it's the worst. They're good. The other games, there's, there's Spurs, Hornets. Heat versus Sixers is not a national title. It's on League Pass. Um, so, you know. Would you rather watch a Heat versus Sixers classic, like James Harden versus Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid versus Bam Adebayo, or see Steph Curry wipe LeBron's, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> see, see Steph Curry just, you know, get through the Lakers' 50-year-old defense and score 50 on it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, but no, but actually, Heat versus well, – no, I didn't know that. Like, Heat versus Sixers is actually a better game. <laughs> they should yeah. show them. And but, it's like uh, literally for the one seed. Like I think whoever would, if the Sixers would win that game, they would be the one seed. So yeah. that's like an actual really important game. Yeah, you know I have League Pass. Maybe I were doing the live stream, I'll just watch that game on League Pass. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> um, yeah, but actually speaking of that, we have a live stream at eight thirty. The podcast will be up right before it, so no one's gonna really see it. But we have a yeah. live stream. <laughs> but um, I don't know. The Lakers are just disappointing. I don't know what to do. Um, I think they did no, but they have to make adjustments. I think during the offseason, Rob Polinka has to trade some players or make adjustments to the team, sign younger guys, like draft. Like you like they literally approved it with Austin Reeves. He's such a good player. Um he deserves better than to play with like 67-year-old guys and be the ninth seed in the in the West. So um but honestly, I think like the Lakers roster has been falling. The guys aren't playing their best. Like the NBA, the new generation's coming, so they really like they need to step up. I mean, if you're looking at the best players in the league right now, I mean, even the MVPs like Joel Embiid, Giannis, Jokic, they're still young. They're both. They're, I think they're all below thirty. By a good yeah, they're amount. all like twenty six and under. I think exactly. Yeah. So the best guys are. Younger than 30, except for maybe even Steph. Steph is a little bit falling, obviously. We see it. So I definitely think, yeah, so I definitely think that. And you saw in the All-Star game, right? The guys that were 30 there were Steph, LeBron, KD. And look at the starting lineups. Tatum, Trey, Morant. um, Sorry. um, Giannis. Giannis. you you you, You know what I mean. So, like, all the guys are young. So the mm-hmm. Lakers are definitely older, the oldest team by far. They they need to get some young talent, get some draft picks, or try to send a young player. Um, and you know the old player can be waived, or they can be sit on the bench like Jonas Haslam and get free tickets to every NBA game. So 
Um, <laughs> you can't disrespect Udonis like I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, Udonis has him is actually a good leader, so I respect him. Like he's like he actually helps the Heat out because he's a good mentor. But um, yeah, the Lakers are in a really tough spot right now. And so I guess one more question about the Lakers is, should they? Because LeBron, he he. During the All-Star break, at least, there was like, oh, he complimented the Cavs. He might want to go to the Cavs. He might go to OKC. He might leave to go to all these places, like wherever Bronny goes. But then LeBron came out after a few days after the All-Star game. He was like, no, I want to be part of the Lakers until my career ends or until Bronny gets drafted. And he tried to shut down all the rumors. But if the Lakers like go into a rebuild next year, which is kind of like what they might have to, there's no way LeBron is staying for that. Bronny goes to the Raptors. LeBron goes. We got Freddie, Bronny, LeBron, Siakam, Scotty. We're winning the championship. LeBron Taylor. <laughs> Shut up. LeBron Taylor. We don't need LeBron <laughs> oh, But um, I definitely think that – I don't know. I don't know if he's making the right decision in that. I think if LeBron wants a championship, Cleveland's the right place to be. You got – Darius Garland, Von Mobley, Jared Allen, um, Colin Sexton, all these kids are under 25. Like, they're young. It's like, you got to go with them. So, um, you know, having that and then a LeBron going down the court, yeah, like, your team's solid. Even the Cavs right now, like, who knows? Maybe in the playoffs, they'll make a, a, a decent run, maybe second round or maybe for first round. Um, so, I don't know. I think LeBron needs to go to Cleveland. If, if Bronny goes to Cleveland and then LeBron goes and they have this and they have like the lineup they have now, yeah, that's gonna be that's, that's, gonna be, that's dangerous. So, um, yeah, I think they'd be way better. I think they'd blow out the Raptors by 30 every night. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, light up. We, we, we don't need to talk about the Raptors every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you, but you know what I think? LeBron should go to the Nets to team up with KD and Kyrie. That would be so <laughs> funny if that happened. <laughs> Another super team, but like, <laughs> you know how good that would be. Kevin Durant's gonna get injured in the first month of the year. Kyrie Irving will still be on on the mandate, <laughs> <laughs> and LeBron's gonna be playing by himself. You know, actually, speaking of Kevin Durant, where we wanted to talk a little bit about that, and so he actually finally came back um, after his injury. I think about wow. almost like uh, one and a half months ago, yeah. and he scored thirty one. Um, he lost to my. They lost to Miami. Uh, one fifteen. <laughs> he, he lost to Miami. <laughs> yeah, just, well, I mean, he was doing. He scored thirty one. He was carrying the team. <laughs> there was no Kyrie. No James Harden's gone. I mean, Ben Simmons isn't playing, so he kind of was KD. <laughs> but they lost to Miami one thirteen to one oh seven. Uh, the Nets. Oh my! I, if the Lakers are the number one disappointment, I think the Nets are like number two, if like and pretty close behind. Because the Nets were literally the first seed before everybody got injured and before they traded James Harden away. And, <laughs> and now they're that. the eighth seed. And now they're the eighth seed. They're still over 500 somehow just because of. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're 500. They're, 500. they're exactly 500. I mean, they're 32, 32 and 32. So um, they're somehow still like. they. St- I'm surprised they haven't had a losing record yet, but they've lost like. 14 games or something out of their last 20. They just lost a huge amount of games. Yeah, they, they had like an 11-game losing streak. So, like, yeah. Yeah, so things have not I mean, been I mean, I mean, I mean, listen, it's the Nets aren't like the Lakers. They're not a bunch of washed 45-year-olds who can't play basketball. 
Yeah, they have a they have a one thirty three year old and one guy who refuses to play basketball. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they have KD. Seth Curry played super well against Toronto both times when I watched. He played really well. Um, Who else? Um, No, I mean their team's solid. It's not like their team's bad. I think like Brooklyn has been so unlucky the past season and a half with injuries like it's it's painful to watch like last year during the playoffs one you don't have irving you barely have harden kevin durant's one shoe size away from going to the eastern conference finals then the next year kevin durant gets injured kyrie irving's on a mandate james harden says bye-bye you get you know young a young a decent young not even young he's 31 in steph in seth curry you get andre drummond who's out of his prime, if we can agree on that. Um, yeah. And, you know, yeah. I mean, there's there's one guy. Oh, my God. I forgot his name. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas, really well. Really good. Really good. He has a bright future. About it. He's really young. He's the rookie. You know, he, he while they were injured, even though they lost, he's he had really big games. So, definitely a bright future for Brooklyn. Um so I don't know. Maybe Kevin Durant should just go to Golden State and run it back. Um. <laughs> Maybe he should go to the. Uh, you know what he should go? He should go to the Hornets. No, that'd be pretty cool. Like Lamelo and KD, like that would be a point guard duo that he could actually. That'd be play a with. terrible. That'd be terrible. Why? Because like Lamelo is a, an entertainer. Kevin Durant actually like, works. The Hornets we'll see, are. Three- we'll see. The Hornets are three games below 500. They're 10th in the East. They're on the verge of going out of the playing tournament. They're a game and a half behind the Wizards. Um, they have a big baby in Montrez Harrow. No, I'm kidding. But um, no, I mean, the Hornets are, the Hornets are good. But Kevin Durant, Lomelo, it doesn't sound good in my mind. I don't know why. I guess. I, don't know. I mean, but I, I think like anything for me at least sounds better than KD Kyrie because Kyrie literally never plays. Yeah, Kyrie just like sits at home with the popcorn, watches some Nets action in Brooklyn, then goes on a plane, goes on the road, yeah. plays a game, comes back, relaxes, goes to practice. <laughs> yeah, he's probably I mean, he's, It sounds like Dennis Rodman. Like remember in the Last Dance, Dennis Rodman like back in Chicago when he missed practice to go to like Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Um, yeah, and I mean, so I. The Nets, I guess the real big question now is because since Kyrie, like the mayor of New York literally confirmed that Kyrie's situation is not going to, they're not going to give him an exception to be in the stadium or play or whatever. Um, so the really, the big question is, can they get Ben Simmons back before the playoffs? Because oh, Ben Simmons actually, is... Actually, I heard, I don't know if it was a false source of information, but I saw, <laughs> a, a, I, I know, there's so much this, these days. I saw it on Instagram where, they said that, like, obviously the the um, the mayor said that Kyrie cannot play home games, but he can sit on the bench at home. I don't know if that's like you know false or true. I definitely saw that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that might be true. Actually, I think yeah. But I mean, the real big question is: Is Ben Simmons going to be off the bench and is he going to be on the court? Because Ben Simmons is actually like, yes, there's all the jokes. He can't make threes. He can't shoot. He can't. But I, I know he can't. <laughs> but like, but he he's a three-time All Star and he's he's actually pretty good. He's a three-time All Star. 
Yeah, pretty sure he's a three-time All-Star. It's crazy. What? Wait, there's no way. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's a three-time All-Star. What? How do you know that? <laughs> what the heck? I know, right? It's crazy because I think it was not last year, but the bubble year, um, 2018, 2019. Yeah. 2018, oh, wait, 19, 2019, 20. Yeah. And then it's the, probably. It just, it just doesn't feel like a long time ago. It feels recent. Yeah. And you know, it's crazy because. He was actually drafted in – he wasn't even drafted in 2017. He was drafted in 2016, so he's already been in the league for six years. He's old. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> and, wow. like, I and he signed that deal with Philly. I mean, I don't even know – honestly, I don't – I really don't get why he tried to go out of Philly. I mean, maybe there's, like, some reason that um, the manager – like, something behind the scenes, maybe he had a bad relationship with some of the people in the organization or something. But if it was just for, like, the reason that the Sixers lost in the playoffs, why would you leave? Because they're in a great situation. Like, the Sixers were not bad. Yeah, I think I think I saw some stuff that he didn't have a good relationship after, um, you know, everyone, everyone was so pissed at him that, like, mentally he didn't, he wasn't okay. Then he, then he had a bad relationship with the G, with, like, I think, I don't know if it was a GF. But he had a bad relationship with somebody from the front office. Um, then he refused to come. He was pissed. He didn't want to be around anybody. He wasn't ready mentally with all the drama. I mean, honestly, if I was him, I mean, I would say I don't know how it feels to be at that big stage. But honestly, I would probably have a lot of mental stuff. Like, I would have a, a mental overload, if you can say that. Like, a lot of stuff on my shoulders about, you know. Oh, you yeah. didn't play well. That's why you lost the playoffs. Like so many people hating on you, more probably even way more than people that like you now, and then people making jokes of you. So like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if the Sixers somehow, if they get the one seed, the Brooklyn's the eight seed, Ben Simmons come back and they have a playoff series, that is gonna be scary. Like when Ben Simmons comes to the Wells Fargo Center in Philly. That game, like, like remember when LeBron returned to Cleveland and they were like throwing cups and like beer on this court and stuff? But that that was in Miami. That was when he was in Miami. Yeah, I feel like, but I feel like the Sixers fans because they're so they're so like the Sixers fans are probably like Philly fans are probably like the most intense fans. They are intense uh, in in the in the in America. So I feel like when Ben Simmons comes back, like they're gonna have to have the extra security. They're just gonna have to have like railings. I, I, I went I went to a Sixers game before. I went to the Hornets game first when I moved to Charlotte. And I thought the fans were bad when they played against the Raptors. They were booing when they made a bad call. And then I would go to Philly and the whole stadium's booing. I mean, I watched the Raptors Nets game where they booed Goran Dragic. I'll, I'll be honest, I was booing too. But <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's going to like, it's either going to be lots of boos or like people trying to like make him feel better, which I doubt it considering it's Philly. So. They're gonna try and make him feel better. Yeah, yeah. I not. think I think they're gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a big game though. Like, there's gonna be. It's gonna be so intense. And because Philly fans are, they're they're not gonna forgive him for like sitting out for the season and you know requesting a trade and all and everything. So I don't know. Yeah. But if they if they lose, if the Nets win, like that would be so funny. Yeah. Honestly, 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that. Um, But speaking of injuries, we have my boy Mountain Dew, Zion Williamson, making progress. So Zion makes his return to New Orleans after having rehab in Portland and has reportedly been cleared to start progressing into basketball activities. So, Agris, do you think he can come back for this season? And since the All-Star break, the Pelicans are 4-0. All blowout wins are a solid 10th seed. Do you think that they could sneak into the playoffs somehow? Okay, so for the first question, um, well, if he is really progressing to back to the activities, like he's playing 5v5s or something, and he's really starting to, I guess, start to play with the team, you know, do some scrimmages, I think he could be back for maybe the maybe like the first – or maybe the last game of the regular season, first game of the play-in or playoffs, wherever the Pelicans are at that point. But I don't think he's going to be back, like, next week or something yeah, crazy like right. that, especially after how long he's been sitting out. That's usually not how these injuries work. But I think it's good because – I think it's good that he's even back in New Orleans because, honestly, what I thought was that he would get – like, he would just sit in Portland or sit somewhere else in some other city, get rehabbed, and then just request a trade to leave. Like, cause that's what happens a lot nowadays in the NBA. Like, people just request. Like, Ben Simmons did it. So, yeah. James I, Harden honest, did it. Yeah, James Harden did it. Uh, Kyrie did it in Cleveland, at the, and then you know. So, I I don't. I'm a little bit. I don't. I'm glad that he's coming back because I want Zion to stay in the Pelicans. I don't want him to go to like New York or something. Imagine if he goes to the Knicks. <laughs> him and RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish, all Duke teammates. Dang. That would be that'd be fun to watch, but like I don't really want the Knicks to be good. It's way funnier yeah. when they're bad. <laughs> yeah, they're like 13 games below 500, 12th in the East. They, they got had the game, game winner. <laughs> <laughs> Literally hit on them. Buzzer beater yesterday night. That was an insane game winner. Cam Johnson, man, that was inspirational. They get a crazy game winner from RJ Barrett, then they get game winner on like 10 games later. Yeah. Literally, and uh, so I know I'm glad that I hope Zion stays in the Pelicans. Please don't leave. Like, yeah. show have some loyalty. You can become the new Dirk of New Orleans. Don't leave. Go to New York and get a game winner scored on you your first game. <laughs> you know he should go to New York and then he should score the game winner on them. You know? Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's and, and, and also like the Pelicans. Like, yeah, they're they're the ten seed. They're not that good. Um, I don't think that they're – I think they're going to make the play and they're going to lose the Lakers and be eliminated. But they have a pretty – they're like a bright – they have a bright future. They just got CJ McCollum, who's a really good veteran. He's balling right now. Um, then they have uh, – what's his name? Brandon Ingram, obviously, who's pretty pretty good at basketball. And Zion, like that's a good big three. I thought he's a good golfer, but it's okay. Um, but um, listen – you're saying the Pelicans are going to lose to the 65-year-old Lakers? Uh, yeah. That's a toughie. I think Anthony Davis will be back. The Pelicans for that one beat, game. The Pelicans beat the Lakers, the Raptors by like 30. And they beat the Lakers by 30. Exactly. But I think Anthony Davis will be back, like for the first game. Probably. What if the What if the games in New Orleans? Oh, then I think the Lakers will lose. Well, I, you know, it doesn't really make a difference for the Lakers because the fans just boo them everywhere. <laughs> so, I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, Russell, like, yeah, I think the Pelicans will lose. I, I don't think their playoff chances are very good, but 
next season, if Zion is starting the season off, he plays like like last year he was literally averaging 28 points per game, which is insane. Um, if he plays like that, they got Brandon Ingram, they got CJ McCollum, they have Jackson Hayes, Nikhil Alexander. Well, actually, no, they traded Nikhil uh, but Jackson <laughs> Hayes. Um, they have that new that new rookie. I forget his name. He's like the he says he's the new Patrick Beverly. Um, oh, and, ho- uh, Jose, like Alvarado or something. Yeah, yeah, he's he, the new Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have him too. So I feel like they could make a splash next year. They could probably be like an eight to seven seed if everything works out well. So Zion, please don't request a trade. Be loyal. And I think you'll bring a chip to New Orleans. Be loyal to your city. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, Daniel is to the Raptors. Right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> except for the fact, <laughs> except for when you were a Golden State Warriors fan. I lost it. I like, I like Steph Curry. What's the problem? <laughs> Steph Curry is my favorite player, regardless if I like the Raptors or not. Like, and then second is Fred Van Vliet, then Pascal Siakam, then OG Anobi, then Scotty Morris, then Chris Boucher, then Ken Birch, then Malachi Flynn, then Steve Melichuk. Okay, so on, so forth. <laughs> Just the whole Raptors um, team after. Ex- exactly. And then maybe Luca. Um, but, you know. Guys, um, this is gonna end the podcast. Great podcast, you know, pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of <laughs> yeah, we'll get a lot of short, a lot of shorts in. Um, but anyways, guys, live stream eight forty five. Um, War- Lakers Warriors. We're gonna watch the Lakers get booed. I'll have my commentating skills um, up. Uh, so yeah, guys, make sure to like, subscribe on YouTube, follow on Instagram, um, and also download it on Spotify. With that being said. Being Agam, we'll see you guys next time.